Joe, do you want to go to the movies? Absolutely. And do you want to watch a movie about um, a young guy mm-hmm. uh, who's got a lot of responsibility? He's yeah. in school. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he's trying to woo a girl, uh-huh. um, but then some bad things, there's some voodoo magic that starts happening and okay. starts to bring in things from other worlds into his world and he has to deal with it. For sure. All right, let's go watch John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Warning, big spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home from here on out. Yeah, we're just going to start out like that. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, but we're finally, we're doing it, yeah. Preston. We're talking about yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, this is the third entry in the MCU Spider-Man trilogy, uh, the Tom Holland trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> We've already said spoilers, so I don't have to be careful about anything yeah. we're saying. All right, so... Um, Joe, have you only seen? Have you seen it once? I've seen it once. Okay, I've seen it multiple times because I mm-hmm. watched it with different people. Yeah, um, and I think we both probably have a lot of thoughts. Oh uh, yeah. So, Joe, what did you think of Spider-Man: No Way Home? Uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. All right, see you next time. Psych. Um. So I personally. Um, as someone who's a dedicated Raimi shill, yeah, um, and how do I put this bluntly? Spider-Man ho. Uh, yeah, we both are Spider-Man ho. We love yeah. we uh, we love Spider-Man. Yeah, and I get it. It's it's all MCU. It's all Disney, and they appealed they appealed to me with nostalgia, and they got me. I I'm, I'm they in. did this for us. They did this for us. Thanks, John. Um, which John are you thinking? Favreau? Oh. <laughs> Thanks, John. 12 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Indirectly. He's Indirectly. the reason. He is. Thanks, John Favreau. Um, if I were going to give this a score. We'd say that for the end. Um, then I'd give it a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. Th- this movie is super anticipated because all the rumors have been Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield are coming in for a... Spider-Verse Spectacular. We already knew all the villains would be in it, yep. and uh, they followed through. That is exactly what happened. I knew that that yeah. would happen. I mean, it, there, the leaks were pretty clear, yeah. uh, pretty conclusive. Um, so I knew they were in it. I just didn't know to what in what capacity. I didn't know if it was just going to be a cameo or if it was going to be something more substantial. Um, and it was more substantial. I'm glad it was. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, I love the movie. Obviously, I, yeah. I think that it did what it set out to do perfectly. Um, it is. It's it's hard to talk about because it's like I don't. I can't talk about this like I talk about any normal movie yeah. because everything about it is meta. Like it. Yeah. It, there's a narrative. You know what I mean? It's not just like I liked this movie. It's like for me to have enjoyed this movie, I have to have seen eight other movies. So. Yeah. Um, that that's true. you know that's that's a huge part of it. So it's like almost like a just a spectacle. Yeah. It's a it's a Scorsese um, <laughs> a theme park, right? You know, yeah. but uh, but they did what they set out to do great. Um, and um, so Toby and Andrew were in the movie for the last third, maybe. Yeah, roughly. Um, they were not a substantial role, but they were a nice little supporting role, mm. and I think that was perfect. I, I I don't think they needed to be in it any more than that. Yeah. Um, because then they're taking the focus completely off of 
this trilogy and yeah, and, it, it would have it would have put a damper on what is Tom Holland's Spider Man's like final entry in yeah. this trilogy. So let's talk about the thing I love. So <clears throat> these movies, we've been open about this before. I have some serious complaints with this with the the Tom Holland trilogy mm-hmm. with yeah. the, the, his, this version of Spider Man, especially in Far From Home in yeah. the last one because. Um, I mean, it's been said a thousand times, but he's not. He doesn't feel like a Spider-Man. He doesn't have his his uh, core characteristics there. Like the essence of Spider-Man is that he should be living a double life and struggling to live a double life. He should be down on his luck, trying to make it day to day in the big city, and struggles with the weight of this responsibility and chooses to do the right thing, even even though it's hard. Right? That that's who Spider-Man is, and that's. Um, even in the Amazing Spider-Man, in the Andrew Garfield movies, as many flaws as those had, they got that right. Yeah. Um, and of course, it was nailed in the in the Raimi trilogy. Um, that's what these movies have been lacking. They've just been MCU movies, and he's just been a part of a larger story. And Tom Holland's Spider-Man is in Far From Home hasn't. He didn't have consequences. You know, we talked about that a little bit on last last week's episode. But this movie intentionally rectified all that. Yeah. They. It's almost like. They chose. They elected not to have an origin story in Homecoming because this whole trilogy was the origin story, and yep. now we're finally at the point where Spider-Man is set up correctly. Like this movie intentionally spoilers again erases Peter Parker's memory from existence. He loses everything. Nobody knows who he is, and the movie ends with him in a slummy apartment, listening to police scanners and going out to fight crime in his homemade suit. And it's like it finally feels like a, a Spider-Man. Um, not to mention this movie really did a good job of finally giving him an arc. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in the last two movies, he didn't have an arc. He was just kind of quippy, dumb, quippy, dumb little guy. Yeah. Um, and he beats the bad guy, but then he kind of remains the same character. Mm-hmm. In this movie, he went through some crap. And he finally had like a defining arc, yeah. um, some character growth. So I, I loved it on those levels. And I loved, uh, I loved all the fan service. I mean, I was, I was worried going in. I said this to you beforehand that I'm worried this movie would be like Rise of Skywalker yeah. and Chewie's going to get a medal even though it makes no sense and there's just going to be some dumb, you know. And yeah. there was some dumb stuff, but um, but the fan service w- did not overshadow the actual protagonist arc, which yeah. I really liked. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you you'd said it just a minute ago. Um, it's something that like I've seen online ever since watching it. It's something I agree with wholeheartedly is that this trilogy was uh, certainly Tom Holland's Spider-Man's origin story, not just a singular movie. With the other trilogies, we, or I guess duology and trilogy, um, we have kind of his whole origin story packed into the first movie of dealing with loss, coming to terms with said grief, and using said grief to use that to fuel his newfound superpowers that he just gained in said movie to do better for the world. Whereas the first two movies of this, of the John Watts trilogy, um, really for the first two movies focusing on what Tom Holland thinks Spider-Man is supposed to be um, really being lost in that, not really having a whole lot of struggle or dealing with anything other than normal high school, um, you know, troubles like liking girls, you know, all all growing up, all Uh that kind of stuff. Um, And it it alludes to a lot of things, things that we already know happen to the character, uh, getting the spider bite, getting the powers, um, losing Uncle Ben. I mean, they reference Uncle Ben, I think, once in in the first movie or something like that. I don't even know if they reference him, but I know he has a suitcase with his name on it. Mm -hmm. 
or something. I think Aunt May the, like she says reference? Ben's name like once. Oh, okay. But other than that, I there's like not really a whole lot of talk about him. So you kind of have this understanding going into the trilogy that oh he's already been through like the stuff we already know Spider Man has gone through. Yeah, we don't really see any payoff of what Spider Man is supposed to look like until this movie when he deals with actual loss and grief and struggle and having consequences for his own actions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to stop saying spoiler alert because we did it at the beginning. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in the third act, uh, Green Goblin kills Aunt May um, with some of her last words being that of the famous line, with great power also comes great responsibility. Can I can I talk about that for a second? Yeah. I don't like the, their little... I don't like how they changed it. And I get why they did it. Yeah. Because... Um, I feel like if she just legit said the line again, it would be like, okay, come on, that feels out of place. Yeah. Like, it, it's like if somebody says, Luke, I am your father, you know? It's just yeah. like, I, I get that. But the way she said it was so awkward in that yeah. scene where she says, with great power, there must also come great responsibility. And yeah. I was like, this character does not talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was kind of awkwardly. Um, I mean, that's a very minor thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was weirdly done, but I mean, the structure for what Spider it, it added to the structure of what Spider Man is. It was to perfect, be, yeah, for by, that, by yeah. giving that you know that very iconic piece of dialogue. Yeah, um, and then they, I love that they talk about it later on the rooftop um, with the other Spider Men when they finally come to meet them. Yeah, um, that was a great scene. It was an incredible scene. I love that so much. And whenever, yeah, you know, whenever Tom Holland Spider Man brings that up, he's. He brings up that line and they finish it for him and they're like, "That's just like it's oh, it's consistent across." Uncle universes. Ben said that when he the day he died. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's this shared yeah, piece of moment. trauma that they yeah. all have yeah. to carry each other with. It, yeah. and that's what that's what the Spider Man's been lacking yeah. because that's the that's what Spider Man is. He's a guy with pain under the surface yeah. who's choosing to do the right thing regardless. Mm-hmm. And until this movie, Tom Holland didn't have that, and now he does. So I'm yeah. excited for that in the future. Yeah. Um, there were a couple things that I want to talk about with this movie. So, yeah. first of all, it's it was surreal to see Tobey Maguire again, yeah, looking like an old man. It still feels weird. It um, still feels like I didn't actually experience see, it. That, that scene in the dining room with when they first show up, yeah. and him and Andrew Garfield looking at each other, I was like, this is just weird. Like, a year and a half ago when this was yeah. starting to be rumored, I thought, that's never going to happen. Like, that's yeah. a great pipe dream. But yeah. I guess that is the benefit of having a corporate monopoly buy every property and just own everything <laughs> is that yeah. they can make stuff like this. That's the only upside, yeah. you know, because um, then you also get you also get just every week there is a new schlocky pulp just garbage shoved down your throat from like the, the Disney monster. You know, it's yeah. like there's another remake every other week or a Marvel movie or a Star Wars or something. So that's the downside. But the upside is every once in a while you get a gym. You yeah. Um, another thing, I do want to t- talk about a little bit just like the, uh, as a movie. Mm-hmm. So so at, this movie is probably the movie I've, the best theater, like most enjoyment I've had in the theater of any MCU movie. Yeah. I loved it. It's probably, as far as my favorite, we're talking best, wor- best greatest, and favorite. Yeah. My favorite is probably this. I had more fun watching this movie. Yeah. Because, you know, for obvious reasons than any other. Um, but it's not the best MCU movie. I see. I keep seeing people say that. Like, they, yeah. I've even seen people say it's the best movie ever made, which is kind of ridiculous. Like, that makes me think you need to go outside or like watch movies besides yeah. just the big budget things that are meant to appeal to the largest amount of people. Yeah. Um, but 
So I don't think it's the most high quality MCU movie in terms of just like the writing and no. stuff because the script is a little bit. There's a lot of things that don't really make sense, and I don't really care. Yeah, but they don't because it's cool. But they just don't make the plot doesn't completely make sense. And then there's also a few lines. There's a lot of awkward lines, especially when the villains are talking to each other. Yeah, like whenever I groaned audibly whenever Willem Dafoe said the meme. He yeah. said, I'm something of a scientist. And then the Doc Ock yeah. shows up, and his first line is, where is the power of the sun in the palm of my hand? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, come on, It's guy. a little hammy. <laughs> a little bit, which is fine. It's Spider-Man. You yeah. can ham it up. That's great. But also, like, the lines where Lizard and Electro are talking to each other, and mm. he's like, where is your comb over? It's like they're referencing meta things. They're referencing real-life things. Yeah. But in the context of the movie, I'm like, this feels, this dialogue just feels kind of clunky. Yeah. Um, that's, that's minor because the whole movie exists to be fun and like have a springboard yeah. for all these characters to interact, which yeah. was the best part of the movie. So um, very minor as far as like it did not affect my enjoyment of it. But I do think that like Endgame, for example, is a better movie yeah. in terms of just quality yeah um and i would say something that lends it to being not the best i guess objectively it's it's again it's my favorite too of any mcu property um is that you do have to watch eight movies five of which aren't in this they're not even related in this universe and up until friday they weren't they they weren't they had no connection yeah um like it, it does make that a little more difficult, and whenever you take into account Spider-Man of the MCU's history, which you know there's a lot of relation. It's already like you, weird you, with Sony and everything. It's weird with and, Sony yeah. and everything, but as far as a character goes, oh, you mean like yeah, just in the context in of the, the context MCU, of the MCU, yeah. like he is tied up with a lot of other characters that played into his original development, like Iron Man. Yeah. Like, so you have to know all of Iron Man history, so or be familiar with it at least. So right. you're not just watching the first two movies of this trilogy. You're watching five or six or seven other movies yeah. in this, just the MCU alone just to get up to speed with this. So yeah. it does make it, it does make the experience a little more clunky if you're new to these kinds of movies, let alone uh-huh. Spider-Man. Right. And I, I think that's also part of the, part of the problem just with, it's, it's part of the greatness of what the MCU is, like what they've accomplished yeah. over the past 15 years. Um, it's also its weakness, is that you can't really pluck out any one movie and show it to somebody and say, that, like, yeah. say your favorite movie is Iron Man 2 or Captain America Civil War. That's a popular one. Lots of people yeah. love Civil War. You can't take that movie in isolation and show it to your kid and say, this is my favorite movie. Because it yeah. it's, doesn't make sense. It's yeah. part of a larger story. It's not even really a standalone movie. You know, yeah. you can't can't treat it in isolation like you could spider-man one for example or something um so you know there's that just it's it's part of the greatness of it and it's also a downside as far as just i can't ever treat these as individual movies you know it's how does this fit into the larger puzzle of this media monster that has been created yeah yeah um which you know with with this movie like again it wasn't didn't comprise the history of five other movies until Friday. So it was right, like, oh, right. surprise, you have other homework to do. Yeah. Familiar <laughs> yeah. with this. Um, but with like Endgame, um, it's been known that they've been building up to that moment for yeah. a decade. Like it's, they we had foreknowledge of like, okay, we're always working up to something because things are getting bigger, larger yeah. scale, more people are being brought in. So there was like an ultimate payoff of 10 years of watching movies, which was awesome. I think it was incredible. With this one, you do have, you have less to watch 
but there's su- there's surprise movies that you get if right. you like if you didn't go into this or came into it skeptical and thinking ah oh, they're not going to be in it. There was there was in the I just watched it again in in the theater. There was a couple behind me, um, and I think he had seen he like loved Spider Man, and I don't think she had seen any of them, or maybe she had only seen the MCU movies because. Yeah. When Andrew Garfield showed up, she kind of knew. She was like, oh, my gosh, that's the guy. She was like, hey, blah, blah. And then when Tobey Maguire stepped out of his portal, she legit said, who is that? Or like, or they made the joke about, like, oh, it's some random guy. And she was like, that's funny. Why is it a random guy? And he's like, no, babe, that's, that's Tobey Maguire. It's my favorite. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, that's rough. <laughs> that's that hurts. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, the, the bringing back the Spider-Mans was a great – I'm amazed – I do think the leaks were intentional. Yeah. Um, to hype it up, and I'm amazed that they were able to keep things as secret as they did. Honestly, yeah. Um, I'm also amazed that they were even able to get Tobey Maguire to come out of retirement <laughs> to do this. Yeah. He hasn't been in a live action movie probably since the chess, the Bobby Fisher movie. Yeah. And he hasn't done anything else since Boss Baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they they got this man to come out of retirement to do this, and he looked like he had a good time. They yeah. all looked like they did. Um, you know, Tobey Maguire probably. Uh, I was talking to Logan recently, and he was saying that he feels like Tobey Maguire gives off the vibe that, like, I'm glad to be here, but but this era of my life is kind of behind me. Yeah. Whereas the other two were a lot more. I, I don't know. It, it's yeah. But what's great is each of them gave a great performance that felt like it was right out of their own movies. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. felt like he stepped, felt like he stepped, stepped out of the Raimi trilogy. Mm-hmm. He was the soft-spoken, wiser Spider-Man, yeah. uh, which was great. Um and we talked about this. As much as we are Raimi shills, yeah. you know, Spider-Man 1 and 2 are our favorite. We, yeah. or I don't know. Like, we love... And, and 3. But yeah. um, that trilogy is our clear favorite, by and, by and large. But um, I do, do got to say that Andrew Garfield stole the show in this movie. Yeah. And I think as an actor, he's the best. Oh, he's I, an incredible actor. He is the best actor who's ever played Spider-Man. It's just a shame that his movies weren't as good. Um, yeah. But he really—he was great in yeah. this. Um, something that they did really well with bringing in the Spider-Man for just the last acts, um, and not having them overshadow Tom Holland's Spider-Man's character development. Um, well, they supplemented it too. They gave him the wise, like they that scene on the roof. You know, it was yeah. like such a good. And then him still being the leader because this yeah. is his show and he knows how to work as a team. That yeah. was nice. That was a good touch. Yeah. Um, they also. Use that to lend information about the rest, like the other universes as well, like the individual other two. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, like you, Tom, or yeah, Tobey Maguire. You know, gives a little information, like, oh, we made it work. Me and MJ made it work. It's tough, but like, you know, we got through it. And it's like, oh, it's been whatever, what, fourteen years or something like that since his most recent injury. So you're like, what happens? The fourth one got canceled, but you also do have some closure with his story with the third one. So you're not like, I'm dying to know what happens next. You kind of get a little bit of closure yeah or at least for the most part with andrews you get nothing <laughs> like he, his is depressing his, his is just says i got bitter and started punching people yeah, really hard which yeah. he had to play into the fact that they never made a third movie yeah and they it played into his character and they used yeah. that to play into the story and it gave his character some kind of redeeming arc yeah by himself so i think that was really incredible um also i i kind of I don't know. It's funny because you don't with the weird multiverse stuff. It's like, they, well, they, they might not technically be the. They're probably not the ones from those movies. Like, if you're thinking from the writer's perspective, yeah, they're probably from a similar universe. Yeah. 
But these villains, I mean, the villains are clearly not the same villains from those movies because they're still alive and old. They didn't yeah. die when they did. And they, they're all confused about kind of the timeline of how things happen. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, you don't, it's very unclear on what, because there's infinite of them. Yeah. So it's like what you, you, there's infinite universes where the only difference is what cheese you got on a sandwich that one day, you know, so yeah. multiverse stuff gets kind of hairy like that. So it's, these yeah. really aren't the same ones, but who cares? Because if there's infinite, whatever. Yeah. Um, one thing that was funny is upon rewatch, so they did not get Sandman, so Thomas Hayden Church mm-hmm. and Reese Ifans, Ifans, I don't know how you say yeah. his name, but. Uh, Dr. Connors. Yeah, they did not come back. They they did the voice. Yeah, they they that was their voices, but they didn't come back to actually shoot um, physically. Yeah. So that's why they were in their CGI forms the whole yeah. time. This is why and they, then, they had to use a recut. Yeah, footage. at the end when they transform back, I didn't notice it when I first watched the movie. Yeah, but when I rewatched it, it's so clearly reused footage, mm-hmm. especially Sandman's, where it, it's like. It's this. I don't even know what scene it is, but it's a a scene just ripped right out of Spider Man Three, um, and it's funny because I'm like I've seen that movie a lot, and I definitely recognize this. <laughs> yeah. And then whenever um, Lizard transforms back, there's one shot where it just cuts. It's not like like with Sandman, they kind of copy pasted him out and put him in the frame in No yeah. Way Home. There's a scene where it just cuts to Amazing Spider-Man. It's like a, a full-frame shot from Amazing Spider-Man, and it cuts mm. back. And I was like, that's kind of funny. I didn't notice that the first time. But, yeah. Red. Yep. Um, something I'm not excited about is, for one, I think they did such a good job with this movie, it being such a fan service movie and appealing to the masses, all the Spider-Man chills out there. And still managing to put together a really cohesive, really well-done story and yeah. playing into that fan service as well. Um, but, you know, the mouse is always hungry, so it's yep. always looking for food. Yep. Um, so rumor is, right now, that there may be a possibility that these aren't the last times we're going to see... That's what I keep seeing, uh, yeah. The Andrew or Toby, I don't think... I, I, I Toby's doubt. not coming I back. Doubt. He's done. Yeah. He, he ain't, he's... Uh... He's happily retired and barking like a seal. But well, until he came to this movie. That's true, I guess. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's got him reignited his passion for acting. Yeah. Um, I, just the fact that I know they might not be done with this, and I feel like they got some closure, at least with a lot of the stuff in this movie, and they they didn't have to do what they did for this movie. I'm really thankful they did. I think it was awesome. But I just the fact that I, five years from now, still might see a different universe of Spider-Man on screen after thinking... Thinking he's done. This is the thing. It's kind of. I I I am upset. Like as much as I loved this movie, I had such a good time. I was giddy the whole time. I was like, it was exactly what I wanted. They got. They actually got Tobey Maguire back. My man. They they did it. Um, I do not want this to be what movies become. Yeah. I don't want because I can see where I can see it. All right. I can look down the tunnel of time and I can see it because Rise of Skywalker. And, and this are very similar in that they are more concerned with the meta-narrative than the mer- the narrative, right? Yeah. They're more concerned with what the fans are expecting and what they're yeah. wanting. People say Rise of Skywalker felt like it was written by Reddit, and that's true. <laughs> it was like a bunch of fan theories that were yeah. just shoved into a movie. And then, like, weird stuff like with Chewbacca getting a medal and, like, Palpat- somehow Palpatine returned. I don't know. Just yeah. weird stuff. Um 
and th- and this was a lot better done, I think, than that. It was a lot less messy, but still, I don't want, I don't want to just show up to movies and point at the screen every time I recognize an intellectual property. I don't want this to be Space Jam, yeah, forever. You know, like speaking of which, we need to watch Space Jam: A New Legacy because that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, it's just them literally flying through intellectual properties for an hour and a half while LeBron James acts terribly. Um, at least the original Space Jam was just flying through one intellectual property for an hour and a half while Michael <laughs> Jordan acted terribly. Yeah. Larry Bird's the worst actor I've ever seen. I don't doubt it. He yeah. looks like the worst actor. Yeah. He also looks more and more like a bird the older he gets. Which is which so is weird. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Ma- Magic Johnson looks more like a Magic Eight Ball the older he gets. So it's not like that. It's like perfect. Yeah. His head feels like it just gets rounder every year. <laughs> um. Right. So back to Spider Man. <laughs> um. No, I really liked the movie. I have very few complaints. Those the only complaints I really have is like a little bit of inconsistency with its narrative, like. Some clunky dialogue. Some clunky dialogue, or like, okay, did Electro know he was Spider-Man? He shouldn't have been he there. He shouldn't and, have been there, but like, I don't, I don't really care. I don't care. The, and the thing is, too, the last... So as a film, if you're just looking at this like, oh, it's a, as a film, it's not great. It's not in the tier of like great cinema, because yeah. it's definitely like more of a spectacle. Yeah. Um, but in terms of just how good it was, like what they were going for, how they executed it, and how much I enjoyed it, yeah. it's a top shelf. It's amazing. Yeah. And... Um, it's the most enjoyment I've ever got out of an MCU movie. So, oh, yeah. Um, they, they, they did all that great. One thing is um, I I do think that the last 30 minutes of this movie made up for anything negative. Because the last yeah. 30 minutes of this movie is what I've wanted out of this trilogy since Homecoming came out. Yeah. And what, a, what it has been lacking. Yeah. Like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like... It took it. Not only did I, because I was just going in expecting this is. I'm excited because I'm going to get to see all these characters again, and they're going to have Toby and Andrew, and it's yeah. going to be a fun fest. And I got that, but then I also got them actually getting to the heart of what Spider-Man is and giving him an arc. And I was like, this is great. Yeah, you know, it's great. So yeah, if you were to rank it in your not not the number ranking yet, but yeah, last episode we gave a ranking of our order of Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Where would you put it in there? Um, I would probably put it. So my current ranking is the first, second, and third Spider-Man uh-huh. of the Sam Raimi trilogy. Yeah. And then probably this one. Yeah. Like, just just shy of three. Yeah. But, like, you have to watch three to watch this one. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's kind of necessary for the other one. But Yeah. Yeah. And then probably after that, Homecoming, Amazing Spider-Man 1. Far from home, amazing Spider-Man Far two. Far from home, amazing Spider-Man two. Yeah, so mine is similar. I mean, mine would be Spider-Man one and two. If we're doing into the Spider Verse, it would go. If there. we're doing into the Spider Verse, it would go after Spider-Man two yeah. for me. Um, but so Spider-Man one and two, and then I can't remember what I said last episode. I kind of go back and forth, um, but probably Spider-Man one and two, and then no, then Spider-Man three, and then this. 
Mm. Or this and then Spider-Man 3. I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty close. This and spider Which a lot of people are going to hear that and go, are you dumb? You were ranking Spider-Man 3 that high? And the answer is yes, we are. Absolutely. You can, you can get over it. Shove it. it. Um, yeah. The Raimi trilogy, this movie, um, Amazing Spider-Man 1, Homecoming, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Far From Home for me. Yeah. Right on. Um, there was something else I was going to say. I'm sorry, I talked too long and I made you oh. erase it from your brain, just like they erased Peter Parker from Aunt May's brain. Whoa! Oh, that was something I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say, too. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say anything that I didn't really like about the movie, which was very few minor complaints, was made up for with all of the other incredible acting that was in the movie. Whether yeah. that be from the three Spider-Men or any of the villains, specifically oh, Willem Will, Dafoe. Willem Dafoe freaking <laughs> gave it his all. Blew it out of the water. So did, was, I mean, to be fair, so did Alfred Molina. He, he did, great. yeah, he did. Do, do the one actor well. I didn't really like very much, was funny enough, was Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't really like him much in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. He's yeah. just an awkward actor. I think the yeah. only movie I've ever seen him in where I really liked him was Django. Yeah, he's really good in Django. Um, Collateral. I haven't seen it. You should that. watch that sometime. It's right. really good. But yeah, um, so great stuff. Also, I, I, what I was just going to say was um, I hate to I hate to be the – I don't want to be that guy. All mm-hmm. right, I'm not that guy. But, but um, I don't like this version of Aunt May – I haven't for the whole trilogy. I, yeah. I like Marissa Tomei as an actress. Yeah, she's, yeah. She does great. But the character has always just felt like comedic relief. Like she's always just like yeah, goofy. She doesn't have like – the last two Aunt Mays both had moments where they like were very motherly and yeah. like gave really good sentiment. Like they had nice good dialogue. And there's a couple moments where they try to do that with this Aunt May. But then she always just feels like she's trying to be – the Gen Z mom, like the, like the mom who is cool enough that her kid puts her in her TikToks. That's what I get from, from this Aunt May. Yeah. Um, and so like, it was funny to me whenever she's in this movie, they feel like they're finally trying to make her a serious character because they're going to kill her and they yeah. want it to have gravitas. But it just felt kind of rushed because I felt like I never was attached very much to her. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's that's my personal though. That's not. At all to say that's a knock on the quality of the movie because it's my personal opinion. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and I think that has to do with um, some of the lack of struggle we've seen Tom Holland's Spider Man go through. Yeah. Is anytime the Aunt May character is like really consoling Peter Parker, is because he just went through something and she has to either be like consoling or has to be like, okay, well, that wasn't right, but here's yeah. the better way to go, like yeah. correcting him. Right. But we didn't really see Tom Holland go through anything until she died. And I bet I think part of that might have also been just the lack of the Uncle Ben arc. Like they didn't go through the origin story again, which is good. But part of the thing that attaches you to Aunt May and the other two trilogies is seeing her cope with her husband's death. That's a huge part of making her a well-rounded character, and you don't see that. So she just feels too like. I don't know. She's too stylish, you know? She's yeah. not she's not motherly. She's yeah. I don't know. She's like the big sister, big sister yeah. May. And I could understand taking like creative liberties, yeah. but like anytime you look at the source material, Aunt May's old as crap. Rosemary it, Harris looks like the actual Aunt May from the comics. For yeah. the role. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, but other than that, that's, that's minor stuff. Very minor. All right. 
give it a one. Number one is the best movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Number one hundred is the worst movie you've ever seen. Where does this yeah. fall? And keep in mind, keep this in is mind. based on your personal enjoyment. Yes. Not the personal quality of the movie. Enjoyment. Uh, there's no objective thought no, here. No. This is just your your yes. pure emotion. My number one is Spider-Man from 2002. Yeah. This one is probably, you know, we've talked about this before. One, there can only be one, but in the numbers two through 99, there could be a thousand movies in each one yeah. of those numbers. Probably be like a six. Really? Yeah. I was, I was going to say an 11 for me. Yeah. yeah. Just in terms of like, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's somewhere between nine and 11. Rest in peace. Um, that was a Spider-Man one <laughs> reference. Because <laughs> they're in. The you know, I am yeah, aware. Okay. I am aware. Should I cut that out? No, I think it's fine. All right, cool. It's been well. <laughs> we never forget. Never forget. Just like the Alamo, which I forgot today. I'm gonna have to go con- to confessional later. Yeah, you know, you also lost the game today. Mm. Well, just remember, Joe. With great power, must the man also, also must be, cometh around also to have some there. Amounts, you also get a little bit of that whole that, or um, partial. Some great, um, great big old uh, responsibility.